0: Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. In the episode today, I'm joined by entrepreneur, international speaker, and YouTuber with over 1.4 million subscribers, Evan Carmichael. Evan and I are going to be talking all about unlocking your potential. We're going to be discussing what gets in the way of people fulfilling their potential, how do you stay motivated, and how do you stay consistent, and most importantly, some practical ways that you can start to do this. So sit back, grab a pen and pad, and enjoy. Evan, welcome to an episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. Thanks a lot, man. Great to be here. Great, great. So, Evan, you're an entrepreneur, you're an international speaker, and you're a YouTuber with over 1.4 million subscribers. What else makes you who you are?
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm I'm a father, I'm a husband. Uh, I'm trying to solve the world's biggest problem. Um, I'm I'm chasing my purpose, which comes from my pain, and just trying to do my part every day to uh, get up and make an impact. Yeah, great. And what is, for you, the world's biggest problem? I think the world's biggest problem is untapped human potential. I think most people are doing the wrong thing. I think everybody has Michael Jordan-level talent at something, but, but they're nowhere close to achieving it. Uh, I think some people know what they want to do, but they don't have the belief in themselves to go off and chase it. So they end up being an accountant instead of going off and being a genius or something. And I think a lot of people also have no idea what they are great at, what they are genius at and uh, are stuck toiling away in a career that they don't love and they know is beneath them. So that's the problem that I'm Mm -hmm. trying to solve. And what do you think gets in the way of, of people fulfilling that potential?
0: What are some of the things that you find speaking to people?
1: Uh, I think the two biggest things are fear of judgment from other people. You know, you have a dream, you're chasing something, you tell somebody, your parents, your friends, and they tell you all the reasons why it won't work out. And mm-hmm. just the fear of failing. I, I think people are not actually af- afraid of failing. They're afraid of failing in front of somebody else. You know, yeah. you'll, you'll you'll sing in the shower, but you won't go and sing on the street corner. Uh, and so that fear of judgment, I think, is toxic. And, and we need to uh, eradicate it. And then I think also just lack of awareness and just lack of trying things. I think people say that pasta is their favorite food before they've tried sushi and burritos and a bunch of other things. Uh, And so I don't think enough people try enough things. Like if Michael Jordan never picked up a basketball, he wouldn't be Michael Jordan. We wouldn't be talking about him. And so I don't think enough people pick up the basketball of their life.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You
0: mentioned there around the fear of judgment. Do you think because of technology and nowadays of social media that people
1: are more fearful of being judged because they're more exposed. I actually think the opposite. I think I think I think we're getting used to dealing with hate earlier. Uh, I think I think kids who are posting content and seeing negativity online, I think it's great. I think it, I think we're building the tools uh, faster and easier and I think it's setting people up for success um, much more than anything else. I think uh, before the digital world, you would come up with an idea and your only world, your only circle would be your parents and your friends. And if it was a foreign concept to them, like if you want to, you say, I want to be a salesperson. I want to be an entrepreneur. And that's not in the family tradition. Uh You've got, you've got no shot. Like to to break free from that is ridiculously impossible. Some people do, but it's really hard because that's your entire world. But now with the internet, with YouTube, with Instagram, with podcasts like this, if their parents don't believe in them, they can listen to not another sales guy and get some wisdom and some tips. And like, you might be the only person who's given them that belief in themselves. Um, and that wouldn't have existed 20 years ago. Uh, and so I think it's only easier now to, to break free of the judgments of the stereotypes and go off and do your own thing. I'm, I'm all in on team human. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, if I was talking to this about this, uh, with a friend the other day around the fear of judgment. And we were talking as you mentioned, this fear of, whether it's from your inner circle that in itself is the conversation you need to have and something that i think people need to get a bit more used to is actually sense checking who they spend their time with and who they hang around with because far too often because of sentiment or just out of habit people will stay friends with certain people throughout their life and what they don't realize is they're actually dragging them down and they just feel like because we were friends at school because you know our wives get on or whatever, we have to stay friends. And it's like, that isn't the case. You've got to treat a friend sometimes like a summer job. It was good for a certain period of time, but now you have to move on and reevaluate where you want to be.
1: Yeah. And, and the great news is there's so many options. There's so many ways now to meet more like-minded people wow. than ever before. You know, it, 20 years ago, you might be stuck in your community and, and you'd have to do something drastic, like move to a new city to be able to surround yourself with different people. But now it's so much easier. Uh, there There are communities for everything, and it 's so easy to connect with people who are like minded so there's there's really no excuse for you not to go off and find your tribe because they're everywhere mm-hmm. and this this fear of judgment how would you what would you advise someone or some tips that you can share with someone to
0: sort of tweak that mindset of being fearful of being judged by others to you know i 'm going to do my own thing because I believe in it
1: yeah. So I have a couple exercises to help inoculate myself from fear of judgment and, and I can share a couple of them here. Um, I'm wearing headphones right now as I'm talking to you and a quick story. I was walking on the street. I had this song on in my phone. I got my headphones on and I'm walking this quiet street and I start dancing on the street because it's a song I really like. And then as I get to a busy intersection, I notice that, I, I just stopped dancing because there's a lot of people around me and I caught it. I'm like, why, why did I stop dancing? Because of these random strangers on the street corner. And as soon as I caught that, then I had to go off and do that thing. I had to go off and dance even bigger, not, not to get in their face, not to say, hey, look at me, but just to inoculate that fear of judgment. And the funny thing is, how many times have I gone to that street corner and done the same thing and never even caught it? You know, I think we just play small by default. And so the 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 trick is when you do catch it, what do you do? When I whenever I catch myself playing small because of somebody else's opinion of me, then I have to go off and do that thing. I train myself that I have to do it. You know, the only the only acceptable reason for not to do it is that's not an expression of myself. But if it's ever because of fear of judgment, then I have to go off and do that thing. And I think it's crazy because we're off, you know, I'm I'm talking to a lot of entrepreneurs typically, but we're off saying we're going to go solve these huge problems. We're going to change the way an industry is run. We're, you know, we're trying to do this, climb this huge mountain. And the bigger your vision, the bigger your ambitions, the more judgment and negativity is going to come along with it from people who don't support what you're doing and want to protect the status quo. And so if you can't do something as simple as dance on the street, how are you going to go off and solve that huge problem and deal with all the judgment? So I think getting used to lifting the five-pound weights before trying to lift the 2000 pound weights is important. And the way to do it is whenever you say no to something, if you can honestly ask yourself, why am I saying no is because I'm just afraid or is there, you know, real valid reason behind it. And if it's because you're afraid of judgment, then you have to go off and do that thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. You you mentioned there around, you know, we're talking about this, this fear of judgment and people not supporting what you do. Mm -hmm. And I think often people have this, air of judgment or non-supportive behavior because they're fearful of it themselves and they just don't understand it. Quite often the people are so good at giving you advice, for example, on buying houses or what to do with your business, have never owned a business or have never bought a house. And sure. it's fear within themselves that's actually conveying this and, you know, trying to pass it on to you to make them almost feel more normal or more at home with their own fear of change.
1: Yeah. And I think it's, it's super important for you to pick who you're taking advice from uh make sure that it's somebody who has something that you want to learn from uh and again i think it's only it's only easier and getting easier every day to find people who have done the thing that you want to do and learn from those people instead of learning from the wannabes or the people who might have some decent advice but they don't live in the life that you want uh right. and so th- there's no excuse now you know there's, there's there's so many podcasts there's so many youtube channels there's so many instagram channels The people who you want to learn from are out there with just a tiny bit of digging. You can find them and you don't need to settle for mediocre advice anymore. Mm.
0: I suppose the challenge is because there is so much out there, like you say, is exploring. it. It's trying all the different flavors (laughs) to realize what you do like, because you might come across something and think, yeah, this is for me. But in comparison to what if you go further, afield, you might find is actually that doesn't sound my cup of tea or I've just kind of settled for that, which is. A challenge in such a crowded space at the moment
1: yeah and whenever there's a crowded market there's always lots of opportunities and i think this is, is part of what it's part of what your role is you know you bring on guests and you're the filter for the guests right and you're doing some of the work to go off and find interesting people who have a perspective that is worth sharing and you bring them on your show and so the people who are fans of your show get exposed to new new window a new way of thinking and if they love what your guests like if they love one of your guests, they can now dive down that person's world. If they love me, you can go subscribe to my channel and be overloaded with content. Uh, and if you hate that person, like you hate me, then you don't have to go off and, and uh, explore further. But there's, there's, a, there's, I think, a huge window for people to be the creators, and creating content and creating perspectives and creating opinion pieces. And with any explosion of creation, there's, uh, there's also a needed explosion of the people to DJ that content to select the content. So you're sharing, you're, you're, you're a mix, like you're sharing your own views and expressions, but then you're also DJing other people by bringing them in and saying, hey, I pick you, there's something I see. And so you're, you're providing value by doing the research that your audience doesn't have to do because you're bringing on interesting guests for your podcast. Um, and so I think that's, uh, when I think it's an opportunity. Like, I think that's a huge opportunity for everybody uh, to win and get the exact knowledge that they need to help them grow and build the life that they want. Yeah. I actually
0: saw as well the great man, Gary Vaynerchuk, referred to you as in that, in that term as well as a DJ, uh, which I thought was a, a great, great, uh, great
1: phrase to use. Yeah. And, and you know, with music, they're, they're with the explosion of music, you need the DJs mm-hmm. because if it's all music, it's then it's become this abundance of music and you don't know which song to listen to. And there's some people who love getting into the weeds and listen to every song and they, they pride themselves on that. But most people don't want to do that. They want it delivered for them. And so you start to trust the DJ who becomes that, that, um, that intermediary for you who you listen to their selections, right? And so I think, I think that's a great role in this current generation right now to, to either do one or, or the other or do both. But whenever there is a, a, a mass quantity of data or content to pull through, then there's always an opportunity for somebody to mix that data and mix that content together in a way that uh, makes it easier for people to consume. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, you know, we started this podcast by talking around you know, your mission around solving the world's biggest problems. Yeah, how did this come about? Like, what, what's the story behind you wanting to do this?
1: Um, so I believe your purpose comes from your pain. I think if you're struggling to figure out what your purpose should be, then, then go look at the most painful moments in your life. And I think that humans are built to serve. We ultimately want to do good. Um, I think 99.9% of people are good. And when you struggled with something in your life, then you want to make the path easier for the next generation of people who are struggling with it right now. And so for me, I struggled a lot in the early days of my business uh, I struggled to understand what I wanted to do. I struggled with sales. I struggled, you know, I wish your podcast was around. Uh, I struggled with, with so much. And it was the worst days of my life. And making $300 a month and turn down these high-paying jobs to do this business. And I eventually made it through. And I shared some of the strategies that helped me. But then it became my purpose to try to help entrepreneurs uh, find their path and have more success. And I'm still on my journey of of potential. I don't think anybody's ever done. And what I want to do is every time that I learn something, I want to try to share that and make everybody else's road a little bit easier to, again, DJ the content together so that what may have taken me five years to figure out you you can do in 15 minutes because here's the process to follow. Uh, I I don't have the ability or the ambition to solve cancer as an example. People say, what's the world's biggest problem? I say cancer. You know, I think we could have solved cancer already. I think I think the woman who solves cancer is a manager at Starbucks right now because she never went to medical school, uh, either because she didn't believe in it enough, or she ran out of funds to do it, or she never even tried science, and she's mm-hmm. just doing the wrong thing. And so that's that's really the thing that I'm trying to solve, and I'm I'm super passionate about getting up every day and doing.
0: Yeah, and you, one thing you mentioned there around, you know, proving showing someone that what took you five years they can do it in 15 minutes and this is the process is people also realizing that that's the process but it's also important that you put your own mark on it and your own stamp and you don't just try and do it how someone else is doing it because then you're not going to stand out at all and that isn't necessarily your style
1: Yeah. I I think there is no perfect version uh, of you that you can copy from somebody else. Uh Um, I think, I think the best thing to do is find different people with different perspectives and see how it might apply to you. Um, One of the, one of the YouTube series I'm best known for is the top 10 rules for success where five times a week we look at a different successful person and break down what made them successful. And Uh when you can learn from them, uh, you may not be able to take all 10 rules and apply them, but hopefully you can take one or two and it makes you better. I look at someone like Steve Jobs, who I'm a fan of, but you know I don't want to be a father like Steve Jobs was. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not what I want to model from him. I want to model the visionary entrepreneurship-ness from him. And I think one of the best things you can do is actually learn to learn from people that you hate. When, yeah. when you can learn to learn from somebody who you hate, to recognize that this person that you despise but has had success can actually teach you something even though you, you like you don't have to be like them. You don't have to adopt 99 of their habits that you don't enjoy, but there's one thing that they can teach you and to learn, to learn from those people. That's when ultimately I think you unlock yourself because if the information that you need, if you're really limited in how you're going to consume it, if you say I only can consume information when it's delivered to me in this specific format, you're going to lose your growth to be limited because, because of the delivery mechanism is limited. Um, so I look at someone like Donald Trump that a lot of people hate and I made a video on him recently on my channel, seven genius things you can learn from Donald Trump, even if you hate him, if you hate, I mean, you're not, I don't know if you're in a how much you follow American politics or not. I'm Canadian, but, um, if you love Trump or you hate Trump or you love Obama or you hate Obama, uh, to learn to learn from the one that you hate, I think is super powerful and can really help you uh, grow beyond what you think your potential is.
0: Mm. Yeah, uh, Trump is reported daily. I think he's over here at the moment as well. So, right. um, it's it's twenty four hour news at the moment. Yeah, um, you know, and it's so key as you as you mentioned there, Evan, like having a why, having a, a purpose and inspiration for why you're doing something, not just doing it for the sake of it or because it sounds fancy, or because other people are doing it. But in right. terms of ongoing, how do you stay motivated personally? What What is it that you do? Is there anybody in your circle that you engage with,
1: or what other things
0: do you focus on?
1: So I think it starts with understanding that you know the work you're doing itself is meaningful and purposeful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can only get up and do work that you hate for so long before you quit you know so you have to enjoy the work like you, you better enjoy talking to people and interviewing them if you want to have a podcast like this yeah right like if somebody's just signing up say hey podcast hot trend for 2018 i'm going to start one but they hate talking to people like <laughs> like just go do something else right it's just not it's the wrong but that's how that's why a lot of people get into business they just see the opportunity but they don't actually like the work and they say mm-hmm. well i'll I'll, you know, I'll do whatever it takes and i'll force myself to learn this and yeah, you will quit you know it'll just be too hard Uh, so, so actually doing work that you love doing not all day long. I mean, to run a podcast is a lot of stuff that you probably don't enjoy doing. And as you scale up your team, you can release some of those activities, but, but net like overall, you, you have to like the work that you're doing. I think, um, two, then I would say having a morning ritual that sets you up for success, whatever it is that you need to do in the morning to, to feel unstoppable and bold. Uh, for me, I need to consume a quick piece of content, Um, I'll often turn to the book that I wrote on the top 10 rules of success, uh, or, or pull a video from my channel, something just a quick hit. And then I also need to share, I need to share it. So I'll make a quick 15 second video that I'll post to Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn. Uh, just consuming isn't enough for me. I get, I get in the zone by actually sharing the content and that's, that's enough. So that within five minutes, I'm set and ready to go and feeling like today's going to matter and be important. I think the thing that I mean, it doesn't matter so much what I do, I think it's more what your listeners are going through. Everybody has felt motivated and bold and unstoppable at some point in their life. Uh, it may not be happening every day, it's probably not even close, but but you felt it. So what was the thing that got you feeling bold and unstoppable? You know, was it listening to a podcast, watching a video, reading the book, talking to somebody? Like, What is the thing, just to understand yourself, you're doing some engineering on yourself, what is the thing that gets you feeling bold and unstoppable? And then instead of waking up like an accident and hoping something great happens to you, design your day to include that thing that makes you feel bold and unstoppable. So for me, I need to watch something and then share something for you. It might be something totally different. Maybe, maybe you need to meditate. Maybe you need to hug your cat. Maybe you need to go for a walk. You know, maybe you need to make a sales call. Like, who, It doesn't matter. There's no judgment. Whatever the thing is, everybody already knows what it is because they felt, Boldness and unstoppableness before. And I guarantee your listeners, if if they did the thing that made them feel bold and unstoppable every day for the next year, their life would look totally different one year from today. Mm.
0: Yeah. And it comes back to what you mentioned earlier on around being aware or becoming more aware of, of what you like and how you are and what makes you happy, what makes you sad, what gets you in, in the zone. And as you mentioned, I really like that you know, not waking up by accident, but having. Having an agenda in the morning or in the evening, you know, Jim Quick talks about it, the last hour or the first hour of the day are the ones where he feels like they're the ones he can truly control. So having having a purpose within those hours that that can really set you up or wind you down in the right way at the
1: end of the day. Yeah. Doing the thing that gets you feeling bold and unstoppable and planned it into your morning routine every single day, your life will dramatically change. Mm.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. So just curious, Evan, you know, we've, we've talked about you know, why you started this, um, your inspiration and the motivation, but for you over your career, over your life, is there any one story that sticks with you that, you know, you'll always draw back yourself back to, whether it's related to something that reminds you to, to focus on or anything really that, that that draws some great inspiration for you?
1: So the one that I keep coming back to so my parents. Whenever I when I was growing up uh, and I failed and I wasn't doing well or I didn't meet expectations or um, you know I wasn't getting straight A's in school. My my sisters always got straight A's and I got like B's and C's. I wasn't failing, but but it wasn't kind of to their standard. Uh, they wouldn't they wouldn't yell at me. They wouldn't uh, they wouldn't you know hit me. They wouldn't berate me. They would always inject me with more. Self belief, And they would tell me that I'm Evan Castrelli Carmichael and I can do anything that I set my mind to. And that was a, a message that was reinforced every single time I doubted myself or didn't get the results I was looking for. And I, I keep coming back to that. This, I mean, this isn't a video, but uh, in my home office, I've got a picture of them on my wall. I'm about nine years old and and they're, you know, whatever age they were. And it's just a reminder every time I walk into my office that I'm Evan Castrilli Carmichael. I could do anything that I that I put my mind to i believe i can um and it's still something that i try to bring to my my family so my son is nine now and before he goes to bed every night or if i'm dropping him off at school or any camp or anything we always end with "Carmichael's can do and he'll say anything and just building that self-belief i think is um is super important
0: yeah it kind of relates to you know this is a completely different topic but things like self-belief and self-awareness and other parts are often neglected by people and thought that, you know, it's just taken for granted that people have them or they don't. And It's, it's, as, it's as much importance as any skill to train yourself as you're doing as well with your son from an early age to get good at being able to understand your emotional intelligence and what makes you tick and what's going to drive you going forward. For
1: yeah, I think self-awareness is the unlock. I think uh, to assume that you're going to be happy in a cookie-cutter job is uh, is ridiculous. And it doesn't mean that everybody needs to be an entrepreneur, but to have the self-awareness around what it is that you want to do and how you want to live your life, I think is super important. I think most people don't put in the work. Uh, it's definitely not something we teach uh, in schools, and it's something that it's not something that parents teach because they don't have the tools themselves either. Nice. You know, so so how do we teach it? I mean, that's part of what I'm trying to do. Uh, self-awareness has to be the first step. I can't I can't move you to any future step unless you have the awareness to know what it is that you stand for and, and what you want to build. Um, until you have that, every other strategy tool, technique is useless. Um, and so I, I think it's massively important. and I think I think why I'm so positive and optimistic is I think it's just there's so many more people, who have done it, who are talking about it now. I mean, you're talking about it on your podcast here. I'm talking about my YouTube channel. There's more people who are spreading it. And uh-huh. even though it may not be uh, on the tip of everybody's tongue yet, we're getting there. Like it, it, it's We're making progress. And I think as people recognize more and more and more that they are capable of doing greater things, then some people default to just complaining and saying, well, that can't be for me, and I, I can't do it because I don't have the resources, or I'm in the wrong country or I have the wrong president or prime minister or whatever excuse you want to come up with. But more and more people are saying, Hey, like that person succeeded and they started with less than what I already have now. So what's my excuse. And the Mm. more people start winning, um, then the more other people think that they can win too. And I love that. Absolutely. Well, Evan, it's been a real
0: pleasure speaking to you for the listeners who do want to stay in touch and keep up to date with, with what's going on in your world. How can they find you?
1: So I think for content, um, the YouTube channel and, and Amazon, I guess, for the books is the easiest place to start. If you want to interact uh, with me personally, usually Instagram is probably the easiest way for, for kind of DMing back and forth or one of the workshops that I put on in Toronto where we go three days in deep to help people make money from their ideas.
0: Great. Well, it's been a real pleasure, Evan. You know, I've got a, a lot of ideas just from speaking to you. Thank you very much for your time. <laughs>
1: I love it. Thank you for what you do too, man. I think it's, I think it's important. I think it's needed and um, I'm a fan. Great. Thanks. Well, and
0: for the listeners, thanks for tuning in to another episode of not another sales podcast. Hey people. Thanks for listening to another episode of not another sales podcast. If you want to stay up to date with the latest episodes and posts, you can find me on Instagram, not another sales guy underscore in each of those words, also find the podcast on all major platforms by typing not another sales podcast and also if you want to connect to me on LinkedIn I go by the name of Chris Hatfield so thanks again and stay tuned for another episode